All right then. So we have a book. Yeah. And it's interesting to say the least. Angering is a better word. Yeah. Yeah. It's not our book. It's called History and Hamilton by Ross Rosenfeld. <sighs> so this book, I got it for Christmas. I will be returning it because I do not want him to profit off of it. Yeah. But I'm reading it first. And this man, Ross, it's disappointing to say the least. Yeah. Let's start with introduction, shall mm-hmm. we? We shall. I vote we just kind of go through these and then tear apart each one of his points. Mm-hmm. All right. So this book is basically he's trying to discredit? Um, sort of in a way. He's trying to say it's not really as good as you think. Cause it's About not, Hamilton. Yeah, because it's not historically accurate at all. Well, it is, but, but it like is. only in certain ways because it's a musical and not, you know, creative liberty and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Introduction. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Why don't you read this excerpt from page two? Well, wouldn't have a white actor play Harriet Tubman or Malcolm X. And there's a reason. The fact that they were black plays an important role in regards to their place in history. And having a white actor play either one of them would not only be stupid, it would also be a complete distraction. Hmm. Need we say more? It's, it's, um, hmm. That's kind of the point. Of the show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like if we're gonna tear something apart, you might as well figure out why it's a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Before you just start discrediting it because it's a thing. Yeah. Haven't you watched any of his interviews? Any. Because it's just like... Like, do your research, buddy. <sighs> Alright, moving on. Starting on... Oh, also. He tutors? Hmm, I wouldn't trust him to I tutor can be my reached kid. at Ross Rosenfeld at RossTutoring.com. Ew. <laughs> Interesting. It says, please read this with an open mind. Okay, we need I to know that open. there are a lot of Hamilton fans out there who might take issue with this book because they enjoy the show so much. But it's a book about the show. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's be open-minded. We will be open-minded. Let's be open-minded, okay. I'll probably agree with some of these. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... Why? Why did you th- feel the need to share your opinion so much? Just Why? I ask, though, that you only contact me if you've read the entire criticism. Hmm. He says we can contact him if we'd like to dispute his criticisms in a civil manner. This is civil, because we're children. Indeed. Alright. Song 1, Alexander Hamilton. Aaron Burr certainly didn't think he was a fool for shooting Hamilton. There's evidence from the Chernow book itself. The musical tries to play on the idea that Hamilton and Burr were great friends and that in the end, Burr was sad that he shot him. Unfortunately, it's just not true. That point is also just not true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, it's... If you listen to the musical more than once... Yeah. If you watch the musical at all, 
you can see that they're not friends. They're not friends. Burr is clearly annoyed with Hamilton. The entire thing. <laughs> the entire, everything Burr says to Hamilton is so, mm-hmm. like, the foreshadowing and everything. Yeah. Like, they're not friends. There's that one point where they were sort of friends, like, on Alexander's, like, wedding night or whatever. His bachelor yeah. party. Weird. They were just like, haha. Everyone was making fun of Burr still. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it was just. They were still challenging each other. So it's. Not like they were besties. My enemy, a man I've despised since, since the, the beginning. beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, the end part is I should have known the world was wide enough for Hamilton and me. Yeah. You can't just let someone who killed someone walk off the stage with no consequences. Exactly. There has to be retribution in a musical for the story to feel complete. And Because it's a musical. Yeah. It, creative liberty. It's a musical. We will be reiterating that point a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number two. The fact that Hamilton's birth year is uncertain is ignored. He may therefore have been older when he wrote the letter about the hurricane. We just don't know for sure. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But also... It's not like... Like, okay. He may therefore have been older. We just don't know for sure. So what do they want them to put in the musical? Just, like, disclude that part? Yeah, like, it was a really good line. And it wasn't like, oh, he was 12 when he wrote that line. They did it about right, I would assume. Which line is that? It's the one in, uh... It literally doesn't say. Weird. By 14, they placed him in charge of a trading charter. Blah, blah, blah. Then a, and then, then a hurricane came and devastation reigned. It doesn't even mm. say his age at, when he wrote that letter. That is so... It doesn't say his age when he wrote that letter. That is... It says then. Then could mean any amount of time. Yeah. Hmm. At all. I was, we, were, we were open-minded, and then <laughs> he just decided to input his own lyrics <laughs> into Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Oh, my goodness. And then, number three. Hamilton did not go to directly to New York. Directly? <laughs> Hamilton. No, I just said it wrong. Oh, I was Hamilton like, <laughs> did not go directly to New York, but first went to New Jersey and attended the academy at Elizabethtown before going on to Columbia. Why would they put that in the musical? There has to be a conciseness in the musical. Yeah. You can only do it for two hours. We can't put every detail in. Yeah. Like that made that I'm, I believe that like that's okay. true. But you can't put. Hamilton's first cousin's dog's name in the musical. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Only big, major, important roles. That's basically it. Yeah. And also, if you read the book, you know, the big one with mm-hmm. all the lyrics and stuff in it, what's it called? I don't even know. I don't know. Something about Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, Lynn talks a lot about how using New York as the centerpiece of mm-hmm. the musical yeah which is so kinda good the fact that they didn't say he went to columbia and they didn't do all that stuff mm-hmm. would make sense because new york is yeah a main very main part of the musical so anyway number four this was long i'll summarize all right number four 
The line from Lawrence about how Hamilton got a lot farther by working a lot harder, by being a lot smarter, by being a self-starter, is irksome for two reasons. One, it ignores the fact that Hamilton, however hard he may have worked, was frankly very lucky. Yeah. He elaborates on this, but I'm not going to read it all. You think that doesn't show that he was lucky? Like, yeah. literally all of Hurricane was like, I should have died ten times and I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's looking at this by each little... Individual line as yeah. showing the themes the of the entire musical. musical. Which, I understand, but if you're gonna do something, you have to do it well. Yeah. Uh, so I, I also don't... I don't believe that he's qualified. It, it's, like, it's not like he's... Like, for example, if... The man who wrote the biography Mm -hmm. did this book. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And thank you for putting those out because I'd like to know Mm -hmm. better. But he did that. He wrote the biography. So there's no reason. Anyway. And then the second reason that it was irksome is because it seems to support the old myth that we live in the land of opportunity. And he finds it both inaccurate and insensitive to imply that Hamilton's drive and ability were all he really needed to succeed. What? Um. Did did you not, did you miss all of Eliza's support throughout the musical? Did you miss how Washington mentored him? How he had friends that mentored him? I'm trying so hard to be open-minded. It's it's just that he's not, he's he's not open-minded. Yeah, he's like, he's instead of viewing the musical as an art piece that needs to be viewed in his Mm -hmm. full form, he's taking apart each line. Yeah. Like a painting, you can't be like, "Mm, this stroke, this singular stroke, horrible. And then just base the entire painting off of that one singular stroke. You can't walk up to the Mona Lisa and be... Or, pointillism is a great example of that. You can't walk up to a pointillism painting and be like, oh, this red dot, the entire painting must be red. Yeah. And then you step back and you realize it's purple and green and blue and orange and all this stuff, and you couldn't see it because you were standing too darn close to the painting. (sighs) God. And this one. This one just really... All it took was a little imagination, the slightest bit of creativity, perhaps a Google search, five seconds on Pinterest. Poor guy. Or Tumblr, something, anything, okay? I'm currently researching him. You know what he said? What? Mulligan, Madison, Lafayette, and Jefferson all say we fought with him. While all supported the revolution in their own way, only Lafayette can accurately make this claim. First of all, they're not in their costumes. They're playing... Oh my gosh, this man. (sighs) Wow. Like, if you're gonna do something, do it right, please. Yeah. And you're not doing it right. So why? Why? They're not in their costumes, and you couldn't, like, take the creativity for a singular second to think maybe we fought with him had a double meaning like my seven-year-old brother figured that out yeah this is just sad he doesn't even like hamilton he figured it out and then it says mulligan by the way who is treated as a peer of hamilton's throughout 
was actually more of a mentor, being considerably older. For who? Mulgan. Okay. They, um, they never painted him as, like, a younger brother. Also, did you not hear them, him say, I got them in loco parentis, which is in place of a parent, which would mean he's a mentor? It's Latin humor. It's not yeah. meant that way, but still. If you're mm. tearing apart lines. Interesting. Tear apart that one. In this scene, as is a... We're, are we still... We're still in Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, that's actually very obsessive. This is the last one. In this scene, as is a theme throughout the show, Hamilton appears to reflect a more modern notion of believing himself, stating that there's a million things I haven't done, but just you wait. Just you wait. I love reading it like this. is so funny. Just Just you you wait. wait. (laughs) It might be hard to think this way in our modern age's psychological motives, but back then people would not have talked like that. The self-esteem movement was hundreds of years away. And Hamilton, for one, certainly did not want for confidence. He wasn't the type who had to talk himself into things. In fact, you could better argue that he was rather arrogant, and perhaps even needed to be reined in a bit. (laughs) Yeah. That's literally what they're portraying. Like, he's not talking himself up. At this point, I'm so confused. He's not talking himself internally up. He's talking himself up to everyone else. Yeah, he's speaking to everyone. Just you wait, like, watch me. It's also creating suspense because don't forget musical drama stage performance this is basically just an overview of hamilton and just telling you what it is like his early life it's a summary summary yeah, it's a so shall we move on to aaron burr yes ah do 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 New York City. Pardon. Anyway. The story of Hamilton applying to Princeton is questionable to begin with. It may never have even happened. But one thing's for sure he certainly did not punch the verser. That's true. That's true. He did not. Mm -hmm. He was not unnecessarily violent. But. Lin-Manuel Miranda talked to the author of the biography, Mr. Ron, Mm -hmm. and he told him that it was such a good rhyme, he shouldn't give it up. If you would read the book, Lin-Manuel Miranda literally said that he used it because it was a good rhyme, and it rhymed with Bert, and he was trying to use everything that rhymed with Bert Bert. in the show. It was so funny, it was so good. Yeah, and it also portrayed his wittiness. Yeah, like... Layers upon layers upon layers, man. All right. Number two. Every time I say, yeah, your tendril commandments in my head. <laughs> Number two. The reverence that Hamilton shows Burr is frankly ridiculous. The two were about the same age. He did not in any way look at Burr as some sort of mentor. Who would Aaron Burr have been to lecture Hamilton about talking less and smiling more? I think that just that kind point. of plays to birth unlikability. Yeah. Uh, and Hamilton's trying to learn from anyone he can. I, I really don't understand his point at all. It's just... Like, just because... Like, I deeply respect people who are my own age. Yeah. And also, Hamilton, it's more... It's not necessarily like a, oh my gosh, you're my new idol. It's like, you graduated from college in two years. 
wow that's so cool teach me like what did you do obviously so i can do it too yeah i want to do that too can you like tell me how you did it yeah hmm that's like if someone did a chemistry problem i'm not gonna bow down to them yeah but i'd be like can you show me how you did it please because i'm i want to know yeah hmm interesting number three if Burr and Hamilton met at all in 1776, it would have been when Burr was briefly serving directly under Washington as an aide-de-camp, and Hamilton was a captain of artillery. Yeah, but if you know anything about drama, you know they have to have leading characters that are that go throughout the entire yeah. act. Otherwise, it just seems like someone appears and they die, and someone appears and they die, and you don't really have... Because you need strong characters that are carried throughout... Not just main characters, but side characters that you can connect with. Yeah. Because that's, that's good performance technique. Basic so dramatics. that's, yeah, that's drama, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Number four. Hamilton didn't meet Lawrence until 1777, though the show consistently pretends it to be otherwise. Uh, like we just said. Uh, sir, it's one year. One year. It's gonna be like seventeen seventy six, and the seventeen seventy seven. Are you Lawrence? <laughs> like, you're not gonna add an extra song in there. But, yeah, what is a separate show for each year of his yeah, life? Yeah, so And weird. you'd still be mad because there's still not enough detail. Yeah, it's like we can you can only put so much in a show. Do you want to read some? No. <laughs> <laughs> My shot number one. The founding fathers would have considered bragging or promoting themselves to be unbecoming. They would not have looked well on pushing oneself forward so blatantly. Hamilton would have tried to emulate that type of behavior as it was considered the gentlemanly thing to do. Wait, wasn't in the point before, didn't he say that Hamilton was arrogant? Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Okay. He did. You're right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And actually, um, you know, if Hamilton in a show only talks very humbly of himself. Oh, so boring. It would be so annoying, too. Yeah, he'd be like, well, I guess I did some stuff. And then never talk about it. It wouldn't be a show. And there would be no point in having a show about exactly. Alexander Hamilton. What are you going to do? Have someone stand on the side and read all his accomplishments while he goes, Oh, please, stop it. <laughs> like, no more, no more. <laughs> like, no. It's just that's, bad. Yeah, it's literally, you have to tell, like, and also that's his I want song. My shot is saying what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Hamilton was ambitious. Yeah, everyone knows that. It's a fundamental fact. Come on. <laughs> anyway. Okay, number two. Oh, no. Lafayette did not enter the revolution at the same time as Hamilton. He didn't arrive until 1777. 1777. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sir, we really don't care. Oh, here's a good one. I have nothing against cursing, but Hamilton would not have cursed, especially in public. Some might say that his cursing reflects his inner thoughts, but that's also doubtful. He just wouldn't have thought like that. How? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was, I was completely I was like, down for this one. I was just okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he then just he started wouldn't talking about like that. Yeah, it's like, sir, sir. Um, <laughs> man, I'm hungry. Don't be hungry. 
man i'm sad don't be sad <laughs> like how do you know what he's thinking he's like i was hamilton in my past life i would know oh there's more mm, there's more some might consider this an unimportant point but it's not colon oh, no. it encompasses what he was truly like as a person no offense, cursing does not encompass what you're truly like as a person. No. I mean, not really. Like, people can have their opinions based off of you, but like... Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. Miranda seems to have taken his own personality and put it into Hamilton, rather than allowing the true Hamilton to emerge. That's acting. Hamilton was proud, confident, and dignified. Not angry, out of control, and pitiable. Pitiable? What? I'm gonna keep reading. I'm gonna keep reading. I'm gonna keep reading. (gasps) Oh, he's calling Lynn that. I know. That's what what I was gonna say. That's what I was about to say. Lynn is. What is her marital status? Finding that out. Should I keep reading? Mm -hmm. He aroused scorn from many quarters because of his arrogance and honor from many because of his unquestionable abilities. He did not plead for his shot. He assumed, rather, that he was the best suited person for pretty much any task. Is he pleading for his shot in my in my shot? No. So what, what about that song made you think he's pleading to, to get a shot? He's simply just stating. Simply oh, stating. it could be that part where he's like, do I talk too much? That's showing that he has doubts. Yeah. That part, it wasn't like he's It's pleading. showing that he wants to be part of the group. It's showing that it's making a well-rounded character. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, Miranda seems to have taken his own personality that is, and put it in Hamilton. That is not. Rather than allowing the true Hamilton to emerge. Okay, first of all, calling Lynn angry, out of control, and pitiable was a jerk move. Yeah, that's actually like. That's okay. messed up. At, at this point, Lynn was just like, "I'm gonna make a musical because I want to." And about the cursing. Hip hop. Literally. It's a hip hop musical. <sighs> what do you think is gonna be in it? Oh. What are they gonna say? Golly G Willikers? That would be so funny <laughs> though. It would be so funny. <laughs> and that would be not the point of the musical. Yeah, honestly, the fact that he's focusing on such small details and missing the entirety of the musical, he's like, they swore. (sighs) That acting was pretty nice, though. Thank you. (laughs) I can almost see the tears. (laughs) Should we move on? I don't know if I can handle this one anymore. That's just, come on. That's a low blow. A low blow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Still in my shot. Lafayette speaks about bringing down the monarchy and about the anarchy in France. <laughs> At this point in his life, Lafayette was not purely anti-monarchical. Hmm. Monarchical. Anti-monarchical. <laughs> That's what it says. That's so funny. And considering that the French Revolution didn't start until 1789, <laughs> it would have been unlikely that Lafayette would have called the situation in. 1777 when he actually arrived really felt the need to <laughs> put that point in there again didn't you it was so petty <laughs> it's so petty so he wouldn't have called that situation anarchy perhaps Lin-Manuel Miranda just couldn't resist the rhyme 
That's true. Yeah, he couldn't resist he couldn't. the rhyme. And good for him. And uh, it's not like at 1777 or whatever, they're going to be like, hmm, I've had this thought. The monarchy isn't cool. And then yeah. at some random point in the musical, it's not even focusing on that point. Yeah. They have years of history like, to go during through, that like, three-ish hours. During that time, that's when they mention it in cabinet battles. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, you can't just interrupt. And Lafayette needed a motive. Exactly. And a place where he came from. And a character. He mm-hmm. needed a character. Hmm. Interesting. Also, it says Lafayette was seeking adventure. If anything, he wanted to escape his wife and an overbearing father-in-law for a while, not the monarchy. And then later, Lafayette would defend the royals against the hordes, even going so far as to order his soldiers to fire into a crowd, killing about 50 people. That's not his story. It's not. This is not. It's not Lafayette's story. Yeah. Like, I, I understand that. It, like, yeah, his motive might be wrong in the musical. Mm-hmm. Like, incorrect. But it doesn't have to be he his needed main motive. a musical. He needed a character that coincided with Hamilton's mm-hmm. motives. That it's, was there when he needed to be there yeah. for the drama. It's not like they made an entire new motive. No. Yeah, it was one of his motives, even though it may have been later on. Yeah. Lafayette also states that when he fights, he makes the other side panicky. <laughs> also unlikely, considering that he had as yet seen no fighting. They're just bragging! <laughs> It was this whole oh. entire thing where they were just like, bruh, bruh. They were going, they are like, yeah, besties! <laughs> <laughs> they're all drunk, too. Like, oh. it's... It's what soldiers do. Yeah. And he would have considered it... Okay, and then it says, also unlikely considering that he had as yet seen no fighting, and that he would have considered it undignified to make such a declaration anyhow. Wait, 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 wait. Um, they're in a bar. They're drunk. They're, like, barely barely adults like 19 20 whatever yeah and they're all trying to impress each other so they can be besties yeah there's gonna be bragging involved that's gonna be like you weren't in that time period sir we weren't in that time period just because like yes manners were different then Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean no one bragged about themselves ever exactly especially when they were drunk especially when they were drunk and in a bar Mm -hmm. that's like the perfect opportunity Mm mm-hmm like we would know. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Number seven. They certainly would not have asked women to rise up. <laughs> Buddy. Uh, that's the point, sir. That's, that's the entire point. That's He's awesome. changing it. He's making it better. And also, women did play a large role in the revolution, so don't you dare tell me they didn't. Yeah, that's kind of... Hmm, sir... Though affected by the revolution, women were largely left out of it. Yeah, because they weren't allowed to fight. And... Uh, it just... <laughs> <laughs> Sir! <laughs> hmm. Abigail wrote to John Adams to remember the ladies, because the men, for the most part, never even considered women's views. And they're showing that that's wrong! Yeah. It's the entire point. Also, you want to just like push the women off stage and be like, do the little dance number? <laughs> like, women can't dance. <laughs> like, okay. A woman would walk on the screen and they'd be like, mm, no. Number eight. Last chance to negotiate. <laughs> the continual use of the word brothers is misleading. Can we look up the lyrics, please? Because when do, when do they. 
tell your brother that he's gotta rise up. That's tell your sister that she's gotta, gotta rise up. up. And then is that it? Like that's literally brothers. I'm pretty sure. And how is that misleading? Like how there's literally no explanation. It's literally just that sentence. The continuing use of the words brothers is misleading. Are you sure that's the only sentence? The only <gasps> sentence. The, I don't even know what that means. Brother. Oh, talking about how. Wait, wait. How they're related? You see my quotations? Related? <laughs> it's due to air quotes. Oh. Um. How they're related? Because, you know, like, oh, my brother. You know? When did they do that? Never, never. But, like, <sighs> people, like, are like, oh, that's my brother over there. Yeah. Like, you never walked up to someone and said, bro, you look like the kind of bro? person that do that, do that unironically. <laughs> He's like, bro. Oh, this is just not good. Mm, I'm still looking. I'm not seeing any brothers throughout of it until you get to. It's probably after uh, sisters. Yeah. Well, I know there's that part, but other than that, just not, not it. Hmm. So continual, first of all. Nope. Hmm. Interesting. When you was running into your eyes. No, that's literally it. Literally the only use of brother, and it's literally telling someone to tell their brother. Like, telling someone to tell another person. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I Christians so... call each other, each other brother and sister in Christ. They're not talking about, like, it's just a different way to address someone. Yeah. That's weird. Hmm. I'm not really sure what he means there, so we're going to move on. Yeah. Maybe I'll email him and ask. <laughs> oh, honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do that later. Number nine. Why are we're still on my shot? Ugh. I'm gonna die. Yeah. Oh. I guess we'll finish my shot. Okay. Okay. The song along with the entire show, really. Okay, let me let me reread that. This song, along with the entire show, really, makes Hamilton appear more idealistic than pragmatic, which he was not. It ignores the fact that after the war he admired Britain's government and disdained the French Revolution. Didn't they mention something like that? Um, talking about how governing is harder. Yeah. Yeah. There is. I'm talking about that one of part. Of course, he's idealistic. Like, he talked for six hours. Mm-hmm. The convention is listless. Right, young man. Like, yo, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I. Like, I see, I see where he's going with that, but yeah. at the same time, he's continually shown throughout the show as someone who doesn't wait, someone mm-hmm. who doesn't throw away his shot, someone who's in motion. Yeah. And just because this song is like, oh, we gotta do some stuff. Like, let me talk about it. This guy talking about it. He does it later! Yeah. Hmm. Number 10. The song has Hamilton worried about the finances of the nation. At this point in his life, that would have been, at best, a foreign concern. Hamilton was more concerned about military glory. Later on, he would take a greater financial interest and help found the Bank of New York. Still, he was not the first consideration for Secretary of the Treasury. George Washington originally asked Robert Morris, who declined the position and recommended Hamilton. Yeah. That's great. 
um the one thing and that this one oh my gosh talking <sighs> the song has hamilton worried about the finances of the nation yes yeah. because there has to be some sort of build-up for act two it's hard to make governing mm-hmm. an exciting musical topic which surprisingly he did because like did even it? at the white house everyone was just like ha 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 he's dumb yeah, yeah. so i of course he has to say that he's worried about finances so when you get to the second act and he is worried about finances it's been building and it's not just like oh like money <laughs> guess we're there now it's not like he was like oh he also was really talking about military like glory mm-hmm. it was like he didn't want to write he didn't want a man george's journal he wanted to fight like honest we we get it he doesn't he does not we're like children. We're literally children. He's like eighty-seven. <laughs> oh I, don't know how I I cannot handle this. Okay, we're gonna have to do more of this later. It's like, how many? Is it three songs in? Oh. We're three songs in. Stressful. The next ones are shorter. The next one there's only like one or two per song. Oh, okay. Okay. I feel like. We should stop though, because I'm getting tired. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.